Follow us on patreon.com forward slash strange bedfellows. You will have to enter that in because the fact that we are adult content means that we have agreed to make ourselves unsearchable on their website. My name is Elle and I'm a sex educator. My name is Jen and I'm a private investigator. We want to learn more about ourselves. I'm like the boring vanilla one over here that's like, I don't do anything, but I'm, cu- I'm curious. And the fact that we're both sex workers means that we have insight into things taboo. Trigger warning, if you're easily upset by this stuff, maybe take a break. I have a feeling this is going to be weird. Sex and politics make for some very strange bedfellows. So, I have a friend who was a stripper for like 15 years, okay, all, okay. Over, the, all over the country. And currently living on the East Coast. And they let me know the other day that their longtime regular, Cowboy Joe, was going to be in town. And this is like, I mean, my friend hasn't been dancing in like five years or more. Um, So she started like 20 or so years ago. Um, Like Around my time. Yeah. Um, But anyway, they've kept in contact as we do. You know, you you can imagine. Everyone's got their favorites too. So I was like, oh, I'm interested to meet this person. So (laughs) I go into my shift on a particular night recently uh, at Lucky Devil. I get there at 8, and I see a man just just man-spreading, just knees open, flopped open, just loud talking already. He's got a big hat on. And I'm like, oh, God, this is this is this is Cowboy Joe. God damn it. And then I thought about my friend and I was like, well, all of the men in her life are assholes. So maybe he's an asshole, too. Sure enough. OK, so. Hi, nice to meet you. Oh, you're Ellie. No, I'm Elle. A lot of people think my name is Ellie. That's fine. Nice to meet you. So immediately he's like, so how long have you been dancing? And I was like, nine years. How long have you been going to strip clubs? He's like, 40 I was like, okay, cool. Because you know when they ask you that, like, how long have you been dancing? It's like, Jesus, straight I, to I that? always find that it's a, it's a roundabout way of finding out how old you are. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think. And also your experience level. Mm, right. So they know who they're contending with. Right. Yeah, I'm like, they- I'm. Then they're like, oh, what are you going to do next? So it's really kind of like, let's throw this back and talk to you. How long have you been coming into this environment to ask that question? 40 mm. years? Cool. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> he says, oh, well. I remember when I first started going to clubs, I rolled up a dollar bill and I put it on the stage because this dancer in this Vegas club, she liked to bounce her ass on the stage and I held it upright. Like meaning that he's going to poke someone in the pussy or the anus with this protuberance, right? Dirty, dirty dollar. And I've had that like attempted on me. Okay. I've had people try to put money inside me. I've seen it happen. It's not cool. You're making a face. Yeah. I, I feel like if you, most dancers have had that experience and it sucks. Sucks. And so I was like, that's a terrible thing to do to someone. Right? Like, I already wrote this person off. I was like, fuck it. I'm not like, they came in here to see me. Sorry, friend, but I don't feel right about this. But let's see if I can get any money out of this guy. So um, I said, that's really, that's a fucked up thing to do. And he says, well, do you bounce your ass on the stage? And I said, sometimes I do. And he said, well, you should be more original. Like Aww. in my dancing. That's that's hilarious coming from someone named Cowboy fucking Joe. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, since... And he's, he says, I don't watch the stage. I don't watch the stage. I said, okay, well, since you don't watch the stage, 
I'm going to go dance. Don't watch me. Sure enough, he watched me the whole time. So I put on a great fucking performance. You know, like people were clapping and the money was flying. And like one of my friends actually came up, made it rain. And I didn't even expect that. So it's like when you're doing great, fuck you. I don't need you, Cowboy Joe. And I'm so petty. But but this worked because he's watching. And so I collect all my stuff and I'm like, all right, I know he's going to flag me down. So I'm walking. Unfortunately, the only thing I don't like about the setup of my small club is in order to get to the dressing room, you You have have to to walk the floor. You have to walk the gauntlet. All the way through. (laughs) The stage is on the other end of the dressing room. And uh, so we have the option to dip into the dressing rooms to, to put our clothes on if we want. I mean, I could get dressed on the stage if I wanted, but I don't care. So anyway, I'm holding my money and I'm like naked or so you know, like half clutching my tits, but everyone just saw him anyway. So who cares? So I walk and he, he, he's holding a $20 bill out. Okay. Kind of like rolled up into thirds. And he says, do you want to know, uh, what score I would give you? Oh no. (laughs) And I said, I bet you'll really enjoy doing that. Yeah. I think you should go ahead, indulge. And he says, no, 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 no. Do you want to hear what score I would give you? Cause he's not listening to me. He's listening to himself talk, you know, he already knows what he's going to say. And I said, yeah, sure. And he says six and he hands me the 20 and I take it and I say, cool, because this is all I really cared about anyway. And walk away. <laughs> and he laughed. He's like, ha, ha, ha. but then he was looking at me across the room like a sad puppy and like waved at me and shit. It's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. And he left. And on the way out, he like gave a little wave and I texted my friend and I was like, how did you put up with him for 15 years he's horrible and I gave like a very straight just brief one small paragraph like joked about sexually assaulting a dancer like then tried to like rate me on a scale and she says must be an east coast thing I don't know he's a family friend and I thought holy Holy shit shit. and then I thought about her ex-husband and her longtime boyfriend and her father and her stepfather and they're all dicks and they're all dicks. So this is normal to her. And that is like really reframes and gives me a better understanding of like what my friend's life has been like. And it makes me understand her a bit better. But holy shit, it kind of just like, man, I'm glad she's not dating right now. I'm like, good. No one will hurt you. You know, it's it's amazing the kind of things that you normalize because you're used to it. Um as I've gotten, I wouldn't say it's necessarily an East Coast thing, even though that being said, I, there are parts of the South where you just generally have less respect for sex workers. And I think of some of the behavior that I used to put up with when I was younger and some of the ways that I let people talk to me in exchange for money. And there is no way that shit would fly now. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I have totally. a fancy degree now and you can't talk to me that way. Um, all of my privilege and education. Right. Well, that I've worked really fucking hard for. Right. I've destroyed myself like doing, you know, trying to better myself. And I'm certainly not going to take shit from hmm yeah just just or just some obnoxious schmo, you know? just a typical um it's weird how sub- how different girls regulars can can be and really? what we like in a regular oh god truly and that was the one part i had actually skipped over in this summary is um but now is becoming relevant to me he says so and this is when we had attempted making small talk right before i think he told me about the dollar bill and the dancer's ass thing he says so this woman thinks i'm dating her <laughs> He said, I thought, um, 
He said that I thought that, what did he think? He said, I thought I was just helping her out. So he's been giving this single mom in Utah somewhere that he sees like once a month, like money and like help with groceries and picking up the kids. She just wants him to think that she thinks I hope she's so. Dating. I, I bet she, I hope so. she's just playing his ass. I hope so. Ooh. But he's like, oh, I found out awkwardly. I thought I was just helping her out. And I'm like, oh, that's right. There are women who definitely like can tolerate men like this and hustle them. Because these are the men that are so fucking insufferable to be around. But he had money is the thing. Like you can you can at least extract something from it. I mean, God knows I don't have the patience. I had $20 in 10 minutes, you know. Right, right. But yeah, so that's I, I really hope she's working him too. <sighs> I just wanted to vent about that. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. You had a breakup. I did have a breakup. It was actually it was so awesome um for any it was so awesome no it's so needed to happen it's so needed to happen have you ever i'm sure some of our listeners have been in a scenario when you're in a relationship with somebody and there's you like them and there's nothing wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with you but everything they do start it's just not right it's just not working out you even drive you nuts yeah everything you're just not suited to each other and, mm-hmm. But you let it keep going because it's not it's not like you fight all the time or um, it's just unhealthy. And you guys didn't live together. So that makes it. No, we didn't easier. live together, but I didn't ever want to live with this person. It had been six months and I realized like I didn't want to have anything more than what this relationship with was like at the time which is like see each other once a week <laughs> mm-hmm. what did you get out of then, like what were the benefits to this relationship for you um i mean friendship like i hope to remain friends with this person like he's a really good guy he's a really wonderful guy some other chick is gonna love this guy oh um but I but I don't know. I, I started to not uh, really get anything out of it, and I'm pretty sure he felt the same way too. Yeah, we really weren't suited to each other at all, and had nothing in common. And as scary as it is to end relationships, it was so relieving. Good. <laughs> it was so good. Good. No, you were. Yeah, you need the free time anyway. You work a lot. Can I talk to you a little bit more about the protest? Yes. That me and okay. So, um, actually, look at this text message real quick sent to me by someone else who was at the protest. Okay. So that is a protester's helmet. That is a concussion grenade that was fired at the protester's helmet. That is the puncture all the way through it. And do you see the blood inside? That was shot at a protester today. Whoa. So, Portland Police Bureau began attacking protesters and that's their blood on the inside i believe so it. It <gasps> would, yeah so good thing they were wearing a helmet uh, uh infowars was there today they had a drone going over so let me set the stage so 11 o'clock 11 a.m showed up downtown um i had my gear there was about three to six hundred maybe more um protesters anti-fascist protesters some of which were officially antifa some of which was uh, a workers union uh there were multiple groups and organizations there were the eco anarchists were there dressed as giant sunflowers um and then probably lots of normal folk that just don't want nazis yeah organizing in the middle of their fucking town there was a sign that said i'm just a regular old grandma who hates what's going on like uh, i'm paraphrasing but i saw something like that i took so many photos 
Um, so there was like so many of us and we're protesting the gathering of Patriot Prayer, which is led by this guy named Joey Gibson, who was running for the Washington State Senate seat, which as of this recording, we actually don't know the results of that election, <laughs> unfortunately, but I doubt he's going to win. God, I hope not. Um, so the cops had separated all of Patriot Prayer and they had the concrete metal, not concrete, I'm sorry, the metal barrier blockades set up because they knew this was coming businesses were closed starbucks was closed sephora next to it was starbucks closed yeah they had a sign in their window that said they were closed because of today's protest that's very powerful to be able to close a starbucks (laughs) so joey gibson had infowars was there filming okay this was a big (laughs) he had hundreds of people bust in from surrounding states like idaho and washington because joey's from vancouver um and they were with their Trump signs and their flags. And then there was, yeah, there was much of Portland. And it was really fucking cool. Um, people were handing out like vegan falafels. Like, do you need food? Do you need water? Here's um, granola bars. Was the anarchist ice cream truck there? Not that I'm aware of. Is that a thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, a couple rallies ago, there was an anarchist ice cream truck. Good Lord. Yeah. That's wonderful. A, uh, Whoever you are, I love you. <laughs> little levity um so they had us sectioned off and patriot prayer was on the east bank on nato parkway and we were on the west side and nato drive parkway uh it runs right in the middle so the cops were trying to keep people out of the road um and then they just started patriot prayer started marching south and so we on the other side started marching because we are there to protest their presence so we followed them and still on our sides. And then the cops started announcing that if we didn't leave, we were going to get shot at or we were going to get gassed. Um, and I had all this recorded on my Instagram. And it was nice actually like filming because it made me more of a passive protester. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to like really do anything sketchy because I'm recording myself. So come on. But there was no violence. There was no violence from our side. There was a lot of shouting. There was a lot of fuck you pigs. There was a lot of who do you serve? Who do you protect? Um uh, Nazis go home let's see all that shit and so then the cops just start pushing us and at one point there was a man and you saw the video you saw that guy that person passed out on the ground yeah it looked like um a larger gentleman who a had larger a cane, older man mm-hmm. a larger older man like passed out or fell over I didn't see he how was he got on fucking the unconscious I yeah, I don't know yeah I don't know how he went down but he was unconscious and I'm screaming at this cop he said officer McLeod help this person behind you help this person behind you and the cop it didn't show up on the recording too well but he says i will in a minute but so they're pushing us and then i watched this older woman who had a sign something about like fuck your immigration laws you know um i believe is something something that but she had a sign and she had it on a post and she had been shouting at the cops like the rest of us and i watched two of them actually look at me look at her I think they figured out we weren't together I don't know but I was trying I was like come on let's go and I watched one of the cops two of them you could see him motion to his friend but I watched him reach behind her grab the handle of her sign that was sticking out as she walked in the direction they were marching us so Mm -hmm. behind her yank it so she lost balance and as she fell backwards he both hands pushed her and you saw her rolling in the fucking ground on the plants and then get thank basically goodness on the tackled by police five cops jumped on top of her 
on the hot asphalt in earlier and I gave some money to Antifa. So Antifa, by the way, only means anti-fascist. And yeah, they look scary, but the idea is to push the fucking neo-Nazis away. And it's really hard when you, I understand neutral parties. People were walking around downtown trying to shop. They're like, what is this? There's something's on fire and tear gas and people screaming. And I, as I was running back to my car, I mean, I, I say running, but I really, I was like, I'm not going to get a parking ticket. There's nobody paying attention to this shit. I was like 20 minutes late and I didn't get one. So that tells you something. What did you say in that other episode about parking tickets? There's no way you can't live in the city and not get parking tickets. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. But today I didn't get one because everyone was over by the protest. Um, But there was like a mother and a daughter like, what's going on? I said, don't go over there. There's neo-Nazis and people are getting shot at. (laughs) I should have said by with rubber bullets, but that fucking photo I just showed you. All right, people in this people talk so much shit about Antifa. You know, I don't share some of the more extreme left wing views, but I sure am fucking grateful that there's someone willing to physically put themselves in between me yeah. and the extremists on the right wing. Yeah. You know, like thank you. Appreciate you. And despite what what <laughs> what the newspaper papers say or what people on Reddit on say say like I'm grateful and I think a lot of people other are, are other people in Portland are also grateful mm-hmm. that you're there. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. There was, I've never seen, honestly, I've never seen so many people that fell into the queer umbrella out. And I looked like cool. fucking pride. It looked Great. like pride because pride brings everybody. And that's really, it felt really representative of just like, I was shocked at who showed up. I hadn't had to do my radio show today. I, I know. I would have gone down. Oh, it's okay. Um, I heard that um, there was, I was reading uh, the re- at the radio station. I was like reading the Reddit thread, you know, the big Reddit mega thread about like the rally. And someone wrote that when, when Black Block showed up, people started clapping. They did. Cheering. They That's did. Black awesome. Block. Explain, Think about the change. Ex- explain oh. Black Block. Black Block is as all far of- as I know, it's I mean it's there's no central leadership, but I mean those those will be the all black hoodie wearing kids with the hankies on their faces that that literally are the ones that that physically engage with the right and basically keep your ass from getting yep. beat by them, yep. you know, walking so. the lines and they're like, keep tight, keep tight because they're forming a fucking barricade. They have helmets and shields on and like, yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. No, people cheered. Oh, my God. It and was they're so not nice. paid by George Soros. Okay? Oh, my God. No, dude. If you look at those people out there, none <laughs> funny, of those kids have actually, money. Funny who's actually getting bussed into the protest, huh? It's not not the left. <laughs> no, it's not oh. the left. So, no, the people who are showing up. We're broke ass like fuzzy lipped kitchen working like these are not these are not suburban kids these are the kids who have the shittiest jobs and have the least representation in politics um, are being most like impacted there's a lot of I don't want to give it away anyway okay so yeah Antifa fucking showed up and that really helped um so we'll see. Thank goodness for the ACLU um, public witnesses that were there, public observers, okay. mm. people in the green hats. So they're the ones that are watching for these violations, these examples of excessive use of force, which you saw in the video that I showed you earlier, um, which we definitely need to disseminate on that woman's I w- behalf. Cause I would make a guy. statement that if you are at a protest and you happen to be filming and you see things like this, hold on to the footage yeah, and scan mugshots. If 
you really if you want to get the footage out there the next day go to those horrible mug you know they've got those awful mug shot sites that put like what um i think there's one called like mugshots or portlandmugshots.com and it, it publicly posts i'm usually really really against these sites because they kind of black they do they blackmail you however if you want to help the people that have been arrested a photo. good good photo of a cop assaulting somebody um find their mugshot reach out to their attorney you can how do you how would you find their mugshot i mean you said so wait august 4th uh tomorrow when they probably publish when the new mug shots go out mm. um look through and identi- identify mm. your person mm-hmm. and then what you can do you can i don't know you can probably google them facebook them mm-hmm. and you know reach out op- to some of their friends reach out to someone see if they need or yeah, as an investigator what i would do i mean because i have access to to uh e-courts uh local e-courts on my phone I would go search this person's name, mm-hmm. <laughs> find their attorney, and send it directly to their attorney, probably. Mm-hmm. But anybody can go down, usually go down to your local courthouse and access that information too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's publicly available. So good. Yeah, there's been a, a bit of news. When I say news, I mean communication between people who are like on the ground doing this stuff. I got a message that said that Tiny, who is the enforcer for Joey Gibson. How was, the fuck is he still here? Tiny is his big ass bouncer um, was apparently jumping people at 4th and Columbia after like catching people alone. I got that transmission. So I put that out there just like. Oh, I did hear, and I don't know that this is verified, though, but Patriot Prayer, they had all, because they bust and caravaned everyone in, mm-hmm. they parked a bunch of their cars in the van, one of the Vancouver Fred Meyer parking lots. Did and because, Freddy's get them towed? Yes. $1,000 <laughs> a car. Oh, I think I read, oh, this is going to sound terrible, but I think they were talking about that on Reddit yesterday, that this, this, that this was kind was of a coordinated happen. thing, and that yeah. that's what Fred Meyer was yeah. going to do. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. One more reason for me to shop at right now, shop at Fred Meyer's and not <laughs> Jeff Bezos owned Whole Amazon. Foods right oh, now. Amazon Whole Foods. I yeah. know. God, it sucks. I'm running out of places I can buy food. I know, right? I feel like I have to boycott everything. I'm gonna have to start growing my own, but I can't. And no, I don't and have it's time. not it's not realistic. <laughs> yeah, we're all screwed. Let's take a break. <laughs> cool. Attention service and sex industry workers. Seeking Space Yoga is dedicated to providing a holistic option for after your shift with new 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. class times. Seeking Space is rooted in empathy and they've combined creative flows and experienced teachers to provide a safe, inviting space for any and all wishing to find peace on the mat. Need a little motivation? They are offering 10% off on all memberships and packages for those in the industry. Visit SeekingSpaceYoga.com or download the Seeking Space Yoga app for more information and a full list of class times. Passion by Kate is an award-winning resource for women and couples who crave a more intimate, exciting, and fulfilling sex life. Passion by Kate's affirming writing workshops, and one-on-one counseling help you create a new level of openness and intimacy with your partner without feeling awkward, twisting yourself into a pretzel, or spending hours a day on intimacy-building activities. Learn more and find hashtag freedom and pleasure at Passion by Kate. That's K-A-I-T dot com. 
Mention this podcast to receive a complimentary 30-minute counseling session when you purchase any Passion by Kate product or service. If you're looking to jazz up a jacket, bag, or just your fine self, our friends at Gimme Flare have everything you could possibly need. Gimme Flare is the largest online retailer of pins and patches that range from the cute and sweet to the snarky and slutty. They are sex positive, queer friendly, and aim to crush mental health stigma, all with fun flair from around the globe. Check out gimmeflare.com to browse items from over 250 plus artists. Cool. Oh, I have a fun. You have a good hate mail? I do. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's right. just like a meandering. I want you to read it because it'll be funny when you read it because it doesn't make sense. It's so fucking insane. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where is it? Um. So let's come back. Let's. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is. Unsol- OK, now it's time for unsolicited letters. I'll just hand you my phone. OK, I'm going to do a dramatic reading of an unsolicited letter I that El got. Love that. Was it where did where did the letter come from? Was it email? Was it Instagram? It Facebook? came through on Facebook, I believe. I think it was to our Facebook. Here we go. Um, oh. So feel comfortable. Do you feel comfortable saying the word faggot? I can, do. Can I just say F word? Sure. Okay. Sometimes, you know, it sucks. You really lose out some of the richness of the dialogue. But, I know. But I understand. Yeah. Oh, can I? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So this is a person. I think we just got this message and I don't know who this is. Wow. I blocked them. Okay. Well, I'll look. I'll have a nice look. Okay. Let's take a gander. Hey, Rusty, I'll be I'll be running you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hey, fuck every one of you fucking F word. Y'all can come hit this motherfucking A lick. What? (laughs) Keep going. If you want to, that's what happens when you marry a lying fucking whore. Who wouldn't and couldn't pleasure her husband, but please, but pleasured numerous other men. Can I add? There's no punctuation. In yeah, this. no. This is like there's like three <laughs> screens of this. Oh you don't. You don't have to read. Oh no, 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 no. This is great. Uh, but pleasured numerous other men since she was a kid. I don't. I ever stood a chance with her. Hell, I never whipped her ass, and I wasn't kin to her. What? 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 Hold on. I scrolled up. My- Sandy, just so you know. You won. You completely used me up and ruined my life. I look at where I was at when we met and where I am now, steadily downhill. At this you, point, I was like, did they need to think? send this to us? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, right? You know? We're not Sandy. We're not Sandy. We're not Sandy. Oh, bless his heart. Right? Maybe. What oh. if he was just talking about Sandy Boulevard? Yeah. What if his there's... life was great until, <laughs> <laughs> until he started hanging out at Chopsticks and the... <laughs> okay i'll keep going um sandy just so you know you you won you completely used me up and ruined my life i look at where i was at when we met and where i am now steadily downhill you totally used and abused me for 12 years to our a very evil vain whoa spelled that wrong um unappreciative woman who has some major fucking problems you should be locked (laughs) away you're so (laughs) 
to so, us. You're so right. I never knew who you were. You never let me anywhere near your heart. You never let me love you mentally, physically, or emotionally. 12 years of rejection and all our lies and excuses. And I was a kind enough person to Oh my God. When does your voice all? actually peak? It's giving me anxiety. I'm like, make it stop. Make it stop. It did stop. Oh, good. It did stop. Did it the stop? The screen stopped. Oh, damn it. Okay. Yep. Well, anyway. That yeah, there's insane. Oh, <laughs> did I even like... That was really special. Wow. Yeah, there was like two more... S- okay, so this is why I thought... Okay, this is two more swipes. So two more of those. At the very bottom, it says, And I tell you what, quit hacking my phone and your fucking podcast film faggots best go away. I will sue you all of your assessment. Oh, you feel like putting your hands on a fucking man? I will bl- oblige you anytime. So nice oh, little boy. nice little threat sign off there. I mean, the whole thing's a threat, but who was that meant for? I don't know. Santa? <laughs> Dear Santa, I'm having a hard year. Can you send me more presents? So that's really gnarly because that person's like going through some stuff, but it's also not my fault and I'm not going to but it's be all, punished it for like that. It's all woman's fault. That's true. That sounds 12 like years he tried to give her his love. 12. 12 years. 12 years. I start, yeah. See, like, and when I get meandering, like, disconnected messages like this, I'm, I'm always looking for the clues as to, like, are they completely disassociating right now? Are they wasted? Like, or is any of this relevant to anything? Because of the guy that I read previous, the one who had run someone over with his car and you had looked him up. You remember we talked oh, about this yeah. guy um, with him. It was like peppered with truths. Like he did give me some script via email like six years ago or whatever it was. You know, this one, I, the only thing in there that keyed me up was podcast. I'm like, huh? Because I'm like scanning, scanning podcast. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's like we all mix together and become this like fan- women, evil fantasy woman that's some crummy and nightmare you know who's just out to wreck his life i, I we feel, are all one woman yeah i've gotten ah that's kind of interesting i feel like i've gotten messages like that before where i'm just being blamed for like another woman's bullshit and i'm like are you actually having an episode right now or did you just like hit sending anyway or did it or i just don't think they see a difference between us after a certain point seriously i i've noticed after people get really 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 drunk in the club they can oh, get yeah. that way they can't tell the difference between any of us it but just women and ju- it's like you just become this i don't know like vector for all the anger oh, yeah. that they've felt about all all women do this blah yeah i don't know one of the things i will not miss about dancing not that that doesn't happen in other situations out, right but definitely that, well we're but, playing this like archetypal like role that is centered around our femininity so yeah we become exactly representative of- <laughs> we don't really get a lot of hate mail uh yay well let's keep it that way yeah let's keep it that way um so let's do a listener question do a listener question would you like to read it? Sure. Since you just mm-hmm. had to say all that stuff before. I could use some advice on how to talk to my boyfriend about being more respectful of boundaries without making him feel bad. He's a really good and thoughtful man, a spectacular partner and an excellent lover who has the unfortunate problem, ha ha ha, of being a very straight white male raised in upper class suburbia America. So he kind of unconsciously does the thing that I've been hating my whole life. 
making me feel shitty by acting disappointed and pouty every time I don't want to have sex with him, or blaming me for, quote, being too hot every time he gets a damn boner and expecting me to, quote, fix it for him. Oh, boy. That plus doing things like grabbing at my nipples when I've told him a bunch that I really only like that when I'm super turned on, and otherwise it makes me really uncomfortable. Nothing huge, just little minor overtime really obnoxious behaviors that kind of show that he's, sexually at least, the same guy I've been dealing with marinated in the culture of women in the culture of women that are there for his pleasure and he's fully within his rights to pout if he doesn't get his dick taken care of because I know I'll because I know it'll fail on some level eventually I don't know what that means but this one's a keeper so I really want to make him more sensitive this because I want him forever and forever means we have to work through all the shit I know he'll hear what I'm saying and respect it but every time I play through in my head, it comes out sounding mean, attacky, and or man-hating. Any advice on how to approach Just this to a fragile, fragile male, male ego. ego? Fuck this guy. Dude. You've told him a few times that you don't like it when he grabs your nipples and it makes you really uncomfortable. You, you said, said that? that? Yeah, he sounds like he's really entitled to your body. Holy shit. Don't marry this person. Yeah, Can you imagine when you're postpartum and your loins are aching because you pushed your, your beloved husband's baby out of there and he's whining because you can't get him off oh fuck that shit no this is not someone you marry this is not someone you spend the rest of your life with this behavior will not change and then when you finally stop giving in because you feel like you've done that so many times they're just gonna fuck someone else anyway and blame you and for blame it. you for it so no thank you um <sighs> We yeah we talked um reading that one made me angrier than the first time I looked at it (laughs) right um boy I know that guilt look too Mm. not since really like (sighs) high school like my committed boyfriend in high school was like the worst at that definitely yeah I luckily haven't had to deal with that in a long time but um last uh actually last night I went out and had some food with an ex that I'm still friends with. And when he drinks, he gets handsy. Ugh. And I'm not I'm not a touchy person. I don't I give hugs to people that I've known mm-hmm. for a while. I'm not I'm just not a touchy feely person. And we're in the car like driving to go get, I pick him up to go get food and he's I can tell he must have had a couple drinks him, and he's like petting my back mm-hmm. and I like smacked his hands like dude what are you doing I'm like driving mm-hmm. we're just friends like mm-hmm. what the fuck and he's like well I can't even touch you now and Ooh. honestly no no you can't it doesn't I'm not doing anything I can't even touch your arm no you can't even touch my arm Ugh. and then I remembered why the relationship didn't work because I really didn't, yeah I mean because all of it was just me being available for everything on his terms oh god when we had sex was when he wanted to have sex you know when Mm -hmm. when we did any i don't know Mm -hmm. i i mean i suggest you could also be like you know i'm realizing this now and you know again in a very neutral way so with this with this question it's like it makes me keep it simple it makes me feel really bad and i don't feel comfortable around you all of the time because you don't listen to what I need to be comfortable. Mm. You know, I've told you what I need to be comfortable and you're not doing it. So do you want me uncomfortable? 
Yeah, don't you think someone that loves you would respect your your personal space? Yeah, don't grab my nipples in the kitchen. If I've had I've said that before. I don't I don't like that shit. I mean, there's a playfulness to be to boyfriend that I just absolutely adore and I probably like have projected you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I fell for him partly because it's like, oh, I want to I want I want to be playful. Like, yeah, I want to be around this playful. But he would never do that. Or if he did it once, I would tell him and he would take a step back and be like, oh, shit, never do that. Again. And I feel like partners that get along really well together, are really attuned to each other's moods and body language, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you should you can just tell when somebody's when they're stressed out and they're just do, going about their business and they don't want the distraction and you give them your space that's because you pay attention to them enough Mm -hmm. to be able to recognize their moods Mm -hmm. so I mean like real advice though yeah so that would be my real advice is to figure out the phrase you want to use that's really simple and communicates that you don't feel good about this and this is why and listen very carefully to how they respond because they are telling you exactly how they are don't don't wish your partner to be what they are not. You know, that's why people stay in these horrible relationships. They're like, I can I can make this better. This one's a keeper. So we have to work through all this shit. No, all of this shit can be major red flags that are going to seriously impact your quality of life for a very long time and people around you. So. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. I love telling people to break up. <laughs> no, I don't really love it. But it's like, it feels so good gratifying when you're able to I mean really really I give when a you're decent able reason. to extricate yourself from something that's dragging you down and distracting and potentially keeping you from actually being happy and finding the perfect person or not yeah nobody's like you perfect know, I, but and it's okay you can forget especially people that have a lot of triggers like I at points in my life have had so many triggers for like don't touch me or don't chew too close to me or don't sneak up behind me or don't surprise me don't touch my face without asking these are like things I've had fine don't talk to me in the morning <laughs> no talk- but seriously don't talk to me in the morning really yeah I need to get a cup of coffee and have quiet time okay so like that's the thing that could take an adjustment period you know mm-hmm. Um, or like with me and all of my triggers that I've had at one point, that was really hard on my partners, but I could see that they were trying. You know, this letter we got, it doesn't sound like he's trying. She's worried about hurting his feelings while she's hurting. You know, that's something that I learned pretty recently about how important it is not, I mean, be mindful of other people's feelings, but don't be beholden to them. Mm-hmm. If it means if it means it's at your expense. Mm-hmm. I had uh, my most recent boyfriend mansplain to me a lot and I tried to put up with it because I a I didn't want to hurt his feelings by scolding him and b I just thought well he just wants my approval mm-hmm. he, he's doing this because he wants approval and then I realized that that I didn't that have, you hate it yeah that I hate it <laughs> but that you... I don't have to appease him at the expense of myself and and listener you don't either mm-hmm. you don't have to to hurt yourself in order not to hurt this guy's feelings that's not fair right because that's what we need is we really need us ourselves in the relationship with these people to do the hard work and try to hold ourselves accountable because nothing's going to change if you don't do anything differently but hey you reached out to us so you're trying to do something differently (laughs) thank you hey friends do you get sore muscles or stiff joints like us how's your skin is it dry itchy irritated bruised or sunburned if so, it sounds like you need some Nabalm in your pocket. 
Nabalm, that's N-A-E-B-A-L-M, is an all-natural skin and body balm handmade right here in Portland. Nabalm products use a base of organic olive oil and beeswax followed by an infusion of therapeutic essential oils, each of which provides all sorts of benefit. Oh yes, and they smell amazing. To learn more, check out nabalm.com or search Nabalm on Facebook or Instagram. Do you have sex questions? Do you want help learning new techniques, communicating with a partner, opening a relationship, or exploring kink? Sex and intimacy coach Stella Harris can help. Visit her office in Portland or connect via Skype to take your intimate life to the next level. Learn more and schedule at www.stellaharris.net or follow her on Instagram at Stella Harris Erotica. So let's talk a little more lightly. Um, <laughs> have you ever heard the phrase get in some dome? Oh, <laughs> I, I what, have. Does that, what does that mean to you? Um, it sounds a little Southern because there's a, another slang term for getting some tail, but it, it's like chasing that nappy dugout. Oh, that's a, yeah. Oh, that, God. It, isn't that gross? Oh, God. Yeah, that's from the South. Okay. Um, chasing some tail, getting some trim. I hate that. Some trim. So, so getting some dome was specifically, at least the way I always heard it in high school, which was the only place I heard it because obviously it's getting some dome. <laughs> what are you, Larry the Cable Guy in 2005? <laughs> Fucking X-rated version. I would not watch that. Um, who am I kidding? I wouldn't watch Larry the Cable Guy anyway. Uh, David Cross has a great fuck you to him on YouTube, by the way. Just look up David Cross, Larry the Cable Guy. Um, getting some dome means getting your dick sucked. Because the top of a penis is like a dome, I guess. Right. And it just always okay. was used to imply mm. blowjobs. So I asked people, I asked my friends on Facebook, I said, tell me your turns of phrase. So I'm just going to read some for you. I'm just going to read the terms and I want you to tell me what you think it is. Bumping uglies. Oh, I know that one. What that's, does that mean? That's fucking. Having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, slobbing the knob. Like corn on the cob. Isn't that how the song goes? <laughs> I don't know that song. Is that a <laughs> is that a rap song? Yes, it is. Is that one of those? I think it might have been. It was songs. either like Project Pat or Three Six Mafia or one of those. Okay. Someone tell us. Pillow talk at strangebedfellowspdx.com. Um gash. Well that's that's a vagina, right? Pussy. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like that one. I don't either. Beating guts real hard fucking yeah that sounds terrible Uh, my cervix hurts just thinking about that beating guts (laughs) knocking boots that's also that's also sex right Mm -hmm. oh eating out we know that one i never really liked that expression honestly i don't know maybe it's like a weird shame thing i don't know it just sounds like chewing yeah (laughs) totally (laughs) um it is convenient though yeah. It is a convenient and short way to yeah. say cunnilingus. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said cunnilingus. I said haiku rhyming. Flicking the bean and double clicking the mouse. Female masturbation. Vaginal masturbation. Mm hmm. Uh, la, 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 la. Hershey Highway. Oh, God. Well, that's, that's the butthole, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so juvenile also fudge tunnel or shit pipe so yeah i like balloon knot 
Interesting. I'm not guilty by association. So he said, this person says he didn't have much experience with women, but thought he was a real maverick and quite clever. He used to refer to blowjobs as skull and stewardesses or flight attendants, as we now call them, as sky whores. Wow. He would get drunk and scream at no one in particular. Sky whore skull now. Someone says, so he was auditioning for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I love my Facebook. Um, what's my name on Facebook? L. Lynn Stanger. What's my URL? Oh, yeah. Facebook forward slash L. Lynn Stanger. Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. I'm going to utilize you while I... Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Slamming ham. Um, well... Fucking? That, I don't know. Yeah, I would say fuck, fucking or maybe, <laughs> maybe deep throating. Getting brain. Giving head, getting head, getting head, uh, getting my dick wet <laughs> or getting my balls wet. I guess that's like either like <laughs> that assumes I think fucking or, or blowjob <sighs> stretching out pussy. Okay. Well, that's smoking the baloney pony. Oh, is that, is that giving head? I think so. Oh, baloney um, pony is actually downtown dining. <laughs> what um going down on a I woman think so okay. i think so uh horizontal hokey pokey oh my god stop it strapping on the feed bag i have no to know uh slam the clam that makes me think of um tribbing <laughs> i think that might be all of them the shocker we know about the shocker yes yeah I hate spelling cum, someone says. <laughs> I hate the spelling cum. <laughs> I kind of do too, actually. <laughs> right now, me and B have this thing because someone sent me a message where they said I was so hot that they cummed. Oh. Oh, yeah. Remind me, if anyone wants to see that message, I should put that on the Patreon. It was really funny. They were like, they had messaged me for advice. I gave them advice. They said, thank you. We just had a lot of hot sex. Can you send us a picture? And I was like, no. I said, you can go on Google or Instagram like are you fucking with me and then they wrote me back and it you the message is funny i'll have to post it for this episode but cummed so we've been saying cummed a lot like oh baby i cummed <laughs> oh, nope. like something a two-year-old would say oh god look mommy i cummed <laughs> oh god it's terrible you know i'm gonna have nightmares that <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny drilling penis and vagina or i guess penis and anus yeah yeah Fighting crime? I don't know what that means. Is that masturbating? With that one, I will end because I don't know. Yeah, Fighting I don't crime. know either. There's some. <clears throat> so, how has work been for you, actually? Uh, stripper work. Stripper I know you can't work? really talk about private investigator shit too much. Um, stripper work actually has been pretty good to me. Um, even though I think that I'll be dipping back out of it for a while because I have so much. PI work that I literally just don't know. I it's it's becoming in, impossible for me to do both. Um just because the time constraints. I I work so 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 much. But it's actually been pretty good. I since I'm mostly retired and it's not my main source of income, it mm -hmm. kind of gives me a bit of um a bit of a shield. That I think people can tell too that you just can't talk. You can't be shitty to me mm -hmm. because I'm not vulnerable. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, like it's kind of fun for me when I'm there and when I'm at work, um, it, especially at my main club, at my favorite club. Really? Um, because it's, it's a treat, right? I get to see all my old friends and that's nice. Um, a lot of the regulars that I did have for a long time make a point of coming in to see me. So it's always lucrative and you know, uh, dancing, Good, you as much it. as much as I talk shit about dancing and I talk a lot of shit about dancing because I'm old and tired and it's changing and uh, all this stuff, it can be really fun. Mm-hmm. It, it really can be can. really fun and carefree. It it's definitely can be less emotionally taxing than mm-hmm. like, I don't know, interviewing alleged child molesters all day or <sighs> you do trying, need a therapist. Trying, to, <laughs> trying to subpoena people that really don't want to be subpoenaed and like question your credentials and like you know all the other professional problems that I face right well you're right it is fun I feel like I see a a return when people tell me that I helped them you know Mm -hmm. or like I had a good time or whatever sometimes it's not deep at all you know sometimes it's like you give people a thrill and that is nice and then sometimes you have so I had a young man um recently buy a dance for me and He's like, I haven't been away from my girlfriend in a year. We've been together every single day. I'm feeling kind of smothered. I kind of feel like I need a break. She's out of town today. Like, that's why I got out. So she doesn't know he's there, you know. Right. And um, he's like, <laughs> he says, should I marry this woman? And I said, no, for every reason you just gave me. No, absolutely not. I said, how long have you been dating? I said, wait two years. He says, oh, it's like nine months. I said, wait two years. This is what I'm telling him. I said, look. I've been married twice (laughs) statistically and based on everything I've read wait two years um he's like well there was also she there was like pregnancy issues and like she got pregnant and then she wasn't and now she wants me to have a baby and I already pay for everything oh god I'm like that's not gonna change exactly I was like that's not gonna change of course she wants you to marry her and put a baby in her because you're paying for everything already that's how you lock them in dude I wouldn't (laughs) even say wait two years I have a theory that it about we're just, okay. Yeah, at, or don't. At about the six month mark, you know whether there's a future. Like you, at the six month mark, the honeymoon period's just wearing off. But you, you know if you're in, you love them. And I don't you, think you know shit at six months. I, I don't think that you know if you can if you're in love with them or could be in love with them. See, I said this like a year ish ago. I was like, I want to marry boyfriend again. I just want to like partner with someone. And I still feel so like even more bonded to him. But also like as we approach the two year mark, I'm kind of like, wow, I feel really secure in this relationship. And if he asked me, I think I would still say yes, but it's also like not important to me. But when it, when I was like six months in, I was obsessed with the idea of us getting married. So I think that's an excitement thing people do. And I know because I've done it twice. I get, I don't know. Well, I would say wait two years. But, you know, if at nine months you're already, that's my point is if it, at nine months, if you're already having doubts, it doesn't get better. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like the best part, you you should be just coming off the best part where you're still just like, yes, I, you right. know. So feel it, so strongly about this person and there's a serious future here. So it, I told him all this shit. I told him all this shit. And he's like, damn it. He's like, my therapist doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> he says, he's like, my therapist doesn't tell me shit. Well, thank you. He's like, I'm probably going to do it, though. Like, I'm going to buy a ring soon. And like, I've got it all planned. I'm just going to learn the hard way, aren't I? I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of that, that's uh, age too. I know. I, I know I talk about that I'm so old all the time and relatively I'm not, but I am old enough to know that like it will. These things right. Change. Well, and I asked his it's, age you know? too and, 
And I said, are you younger than 25? And he told me his age. And he certainly was. I said, all right. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wait. Jesus, wait. Well, so statistically, maybe you know this. Is it true? I mean, I've, is it true that mar- that you're much li- more likely to get divorced if you marry under the age under of 25? Under the age of 25, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny because, so I looked this up earlier. You might have heard me typing. Um, I looked this up and I actually Googled divorce statistics plus marrying someone question how long should you date someone before how long should you date before getting married an a article by psychology today october scroll down compared to dating less than one year before a marriage proposal dating one to two years significantly dropped the future likelihood of divorce about 20 percent lower at any given time point dating three or more years decreased the likelihood of divorce at an even greater rate to about 50 percent lower there you go. There you go. So the excitement will wear off, you know. Uh, and that's another reason, like, the advice we gave this previous woman, like, don't commit to this asshole. You, I'm sure you haven't been together three years. I mean, if you have, maybe it was in high school. Maybe. But that doesn't count because you were in high school. You People change so much in high school. We're children. Mm-hmm. And we're basically still children when we leave high school. So, yeah, that doesn't that's, you know, if you've been together since high school, still wait two years as adults, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. It works for some people, but overwhelmingly, like really think, think about what you're doing. You don't know what it's like to actually spend, quote, the rest of your life with someone. I couldn't do it. Oh, my God. I was like, I mean, that's a long time. I've never been married for a reason. Yeah. What's your reason? I mean, I don't know. I just. It hits that it hits that point where it's not right, and I I move along. Nice, you know, good. And see if you didn't have that judgment to move along, you could have been married a few times, which is you know you get a divorce, not a big deal, but because it, it can be expensive though. Here's sure the thing. can. Here's I, the yeah, thing. You're right. It's um yeah that that's the big that is the big deal of it is that it's way way more expensive to get divorced than it is to get married. That's true. And there's so many ways. That people can fuck you out of your money, fuck your credit up. Like there's so many bad things somebody, someone can, a vindictive, spurned lover can do to you mm-hmm. <laughs> on that's, the way out. Yeah, that's the thing I didn't really think about. Um, there's my privilege because actually in my first divorce, we didn't have any assets, nothing to divide. So it was very, very easy. In my second one, um, he ha- he paid for the lawyer. So I was like, la, 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 don't have to think about it. Imagine um, a, a domestic violence situation ugh. where somebody doesn't want to divorce you or right. you might not have the $500 that it it takes to go to get an amicable divorce done. You know, imagine having to pay for a lawyer when someone's fighting you on it and you just can't because you don't have the money. Yeah. So if you're like in your early 20s, especially, and you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my God, me and my partner, we just love each other. This is such a such a good relationship. Like we maybe we should, I don't know. Great. You'll love it. each other in two years. Yeah. Love each other in two years. I've said it before, too. If if they made it as hard to get married as they do to get divorced, people wouldn't do it as as many people would <laughs> fucking dead. I would like to make a request. OK. That. If anyone sees something online and it upsets them in a way that they can't articulate, please do not send it to me and say, what do you think of this? Because you want me to like go after them in the comment section. 
that okay. never happens to you, does it? No. That, no, that doesn't happen. That happens to me, to me a lot. <laughs> and okay. I, I get it. I'm like the beacon. You've never done this to me, Jen. You can send me whatever the hell you want. We work together. But I get this from strangers. Like literally like one person was like, go get them. And they sent me a link to something depressing and, you know, potentially upsetting yeah, I know. You're making that face. And I, I have said, to, like... That seems exhausting. It does. Yeah. And so my my request would be, um, you could write to the show and say, I saw this thing that was upsetting. How would I practice voicing, you know, what's wrong with it? Okay. Yeah, but maybe you're not an attack dog. Right, but I'm not an attack it's- dog. <laughs> That's a thing people do. So, yeah, please don't do that, folks. I'm going to sick L on you. Yeah, because that's what I do is just sit all day looking at my phone, waiting to argue with people. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to be on my devices so much in order to stay in touch with the world. You know how it is. No, you're a champion. It's 732. All right. Well, on that note, until next time. For more Strange Bedfellows, check us out on patreon.com forward slash strange bedfellows and become a supporter for access to behind the scenes material and extra content. My name is Elle Stanger and you can find me at stripperwriter.com and on Instagram at stripperwriter. And my name is Jen. You can reach me on strangebedfellowspdx.com.